Describe the tax treatment of distributions to C-Corporation shareholders. Unless the Internal Revenue Code allows otherwise, a distribution of property from a corporation to a shareholder is treated as a dividend to the extent of the corporation's current and accumulated earnings and profits. Distributions in excess of the corporation's earnings and profits are treated as a capital transaction. In other words, the excess amount is a return of capital to the extent of the shareholder's stock basis and any balance is capital gain. For tax planning, the main objective of a stock redemption is to achieve capital gain treatment rather than dividend treatment on the exchange of stock for money or other property. First of all, if the transaction is a dividend distribution instead of a capital transaction, the redemption will be taxable as ordinary income to the extent of the corporation's earnings and profits. On the other hand, capital losses can shelter capital gains fully. Second, in a capital transaction, a taxpayer receives basis back as a tax-free return of capital when property is sold. In addition, there's a lower maximum tax rate on long-term capital gains than on ordinary income, 15% compared to 35%. The tax rules permit a redemption distribution to qualify as a sale or exchange if the redemption materially affects a shareholder's percentage of ownership. If a given redemption qualifies under one of these provisions, the transaction is treated as a capital transaction for taxation. Now, Code Section 302 allows this treatment for four types of redemptions. A redemption that's not essentially equivalent to a dividend, a substantially disproportionate redemption, a complete termination redemption, and a distribution in partial liquidation of the distributing corporation. The first category involves questions of fact. Each redemption for which a taxpayer seeks treatment under this provision must be evaluated according to its particular facts if the IRS challenges capital gain treatment claimed by the redeeming shareholder. This is not a mathematical test, but a subjective one. This exception will generally not be helpful in a family corporation due to the attribution rules discussed below. The second category under Code Section 302 is that of a substantially disproportionate redemption. Section 302 provides for automatic qualification of a substantially disproportionate redemption as a capital transaction if it meets a mathematical safe harbor test. The test defines a substantially disproportionate redemption as follows. After the redemption, the shareholder must own less than 50% of the total voting power of the corporation. The shareholder's percentage ownership of voting stock of the corporation 
after the redemption must be less than 80% of his or her percentage ownership of voting stock before the redemption, a complete termination of the shareholder's interest in the redeeming corporation is the third category under Section 302. To qualify for capital transaction treatment under this category, the corporation must redeem all the stock the shareholder owns. If the redemption is a complete redemption, it will be treated in its entirety as a capital transaction. Each of these four groups is subject to various internal revenue code tests. Unfortunately, applying the tests that apply to each of the groups in a family corporation is more difficult because of the stock attribution rules, also called constructive ownership rules. Attribution of ownership means that stock owned by one individual or entity is considered to be owned by another individual or entity for determining how a particular transaction is taxed. Attribution may adversely affect the tax treatment of a redemption by causing a redemption that would otherwise be taxable as a capital transaction to be treated as a dividend distribution to the extent of the corporation's current and accumulated earnings and profits. This is because attribution changes a shareholder's ownership percentage for determining the tax effects of a redemption since stocks owned by an individual shareholder's parents, spouse, children, and grandchildren are attributed to the shareholder. Also, generally, stock ownership is attributed to a shareholder from an entity, such as an estate, in proportion to the shareholder's interest in the entity. In the case of a trust beneficiary, there's an actuarial computation of a beneficiary's trust interest to determine the stock percentage the trust owns that's attributable to the beneficiary. Stock ownership is attributed from a corporation to a shareholder if the shareholder is a 50% or greater owner of all of the corporation's outstanding stock. In general, all the stock owned by a partner, estate, or a trust beneficiary or a controlling shareholder in a corporation is attributed to the partnership, estate, trust, or corporation. If a shareholder has all the stock he or she owns in a corporation redeemed, it's possible to avoid the family attribution rules. However, to qualify for a waiver of family attribution in a complete termination redemption, a shareholder has to meet numerous specific requirements. Describe the tax treatment of distributions to C-Corporation shareholders. Unless the Internal Revenue Code allows otherwise, a distribution of property from a corporation to a shareholder is treated as a dividend to the extent of the corporation's current and accumulated earnings and profits. 
distributions in excess of the corporation's earnings and profits are treated as a capital transaction. In other words, the excess amount is a return of capital to the extent of the shareholder's stock basis and any balance is capital gain. For tax planning, the main objective of a stock redemption is to achieve capital gain treatment rather than dividend treatment on the exchange of stock for money or other property. First of all, if the transaction is a dividend distribution instead of a capital transaction, the redemption will be taxable as ordinary income to the extent of the corporation's earnings and profits. On the other hand, capital losses can shelter capital gains fully. Second, in a capital transaction, a taxpayer receives basis back as a tax-free return of capital when property is sold. In addition, there's a lower maximum tax rate on long-term capital gains than on ordinary income, 15% compared to 35%. The tax rules permit a redemption distribution to qualify as a sale or exchange if the redemption materially affects a shareholder's percentage of ownership. If a given redemption qualifies under one of these provisions, the transaction is treated as a capital transaction for taxation. Now, Code Section 302 allows this treatment for four types of redemptions. A redemption that's not essentially equivalent to a dividend, a substantially disproportionate redemption, a complete termination redemption, and a distribution in partial liquidation of the distributing corporation. The first category involves questions of fact. Each redemption for which a taxpayer seeks treatment under this provision must be evaluated according to its particular facts if the IRS challenges capital gain treatment claimed by the redeeming shareholder. This is not a mathematical test, but a subjective one. This exception will generally not be helpful in a family corporation due to the attribution rules discussed below. The second category under Code Section 302 is that of a substantially disproportionate redemption. Section 302 provides for automatic qualification of a substantially disproportionate redemption as a capital transaction if it meets a mathematical safe harbor test. The test defines a substantially disproportionate redemption as follows. After the redemption, the shareholder must own less than 50% of the total voting power of the corporation. The shareholder's percentage ownership of voting stock of the corporation after the redemption must be less than 80% of his or her percentage ownership of voting stock before the redemption. A complete termination of the shareholder's interest in the redeeming corporation is the third category under Section 302. 
To qualify for capital transaction treatment under this category, the corporation must redeem all the stock the shareholder owns. If the redemption is a complete redemption, it will be treated in its entirety as a capital transaction. Each of these four groups is subject to various internal revenue code tests. Unfortunately, applying the tests that apply to each of the groups in a family corporation is more difficult because of the stock attribution rules, also called constructive ownership rules. Attribution of ownership means that stock owned by one individual or entity is considered to be owned by another individual or entity for determining how a particular transaction is taxed. Attribution may adversely affect the tax treatment of a redemption by causing a redemption that would otherwise be taxable as a capital transaction to be treated as a dividend distribution to the extent of the corporation's current and accumulated earnings and profits. This is because attribution changes a shareholder's ownership percentage for determining the tax effects of a redemption since stocks owned by an individual shareholder's parents, spouse, children, and grandchildren are attributed to the shareholder. Also, generally, stock ownership is attributed to a shareholder from an entity, such as an estate, in proportion to the shareholder's interest in the entity. In the case of a trust beneficiary, there's an actuarial computation of a beneficiary's trust interest to determine the stock percentage the trust owns that's attributable to the beneficiary. Stock ownership is attributed from a corporation to a shareholder if the shareholder is a 50% or greater owner of all of the corporation's outstanding stock. In general, all the stock owned by a partner, a state, or a trust beneficiary or a controlling shareholder in a corporation is attributed to the partnership, estate, trust, or corporation. If a shareholder has all the stock he or she owns in a corporation redeemed, it's possible to avoid the family attribution rules. However, to qualify for a waiver of family attribution in a complete termination redemption, a shareholder has to meet numerous specific requirements.